into the world according to Buki and them, and the jury is out, correct? Am I correct? In the Aubrey, in the case of Aubrey, I just hope that everything, I just hope, I'm going to just say this, that justice is served. You know, you can't be going around, you can't be going around killing people. If that's and saying, well, you suspect. I, I I think they did away with that law. If if I'm pretty sure they did. I hope they did. Because that, that's just like anybody walking down the street. They could be eating, you know, whatever, just like Trayvon. I mean, a lot of people say, or from what I've heard. And what I've seen, you know, in, in, in interviews and stuff like that on CNN, is they saying that it's like part of Jim Crow that that's how, you know, that's how it was and how it is. That you could literally, if you felt like, like in the case of Florida, if you felt like you're threatened or something like that or somebody's threatening to you, you can go ahead and defend yourself. If it's by um, whatever and whatever means, even if you have to kill them, it's that 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 law covers you. But I think they, I hope they change that in Florida, y'all. Like I said, I'll be jumping in doing the show. I think I heard something about they changed that law, uh, but I'm gonna check and make sure. And y'all, you know, I'm thankful. Thank you to everybody listening to the podcast. And I'm saying all that to say this. Thank you for your support. But I'm saying all that to say this. Y'all can be looking up stuff too. You know, because I'm not I'm not about to be telling y'all stuff that is incorrect. And if it is, then I'm gonna back paddle and I'm I'm gonna let you know, okay, I messed up, y'all. I didn't get it right, I got it twisted. You know, I'ma let you know, but far as I have heard from those type of interviews. That those those were set to hold the to, that those laws were set to hold black people back. There I said it. And so in this case of Aubrey case, he was just walking in the house looking. They don't know that man could have been looking in there saying, someday my my mama's done so much for me. Someday I'ma build my mama a house from the ground up. And he was in there looking. You know, like wow, you know. And then they well. He looks suspect. Little kids going in there. Them the ones you gotta watch in there because they get to tearing up stuff. Really, but and then other people walking in there and what nothing done. But because he was jogging through the neighborhood and happened to stop and go look in the house, that they felt like he they could make a citizen's arrest. Was it a citizen's arrest or a lynching? That remains to be seen. Because I feel like this, if it was a citizen's arrest, they would have said, this is a citizen's arrest. Stop right here. And they called the police and said, man, stay here. We not we, we want you to stay here. We can spend whatever is going on or whatever and had the police come and question somebody. But a lot of people say, and from what I've heard, that's a part of the Jim Crow South, that every black person is a suspect. And that's not true. Everybody knows, pretty much, I hope everybody, I hope out of 100%, because I like doing percentages, I hope out of 100%, at least 80% believe that, because it's, it's really 100% true, 
you know, there is shadiness in every nationality. And you can't be sitting up there just judging people and killing people. You know, of course he's going to try to take a gun. You trying to shoot him, he's going to try to get it away from you. He's about to kill me. That's a natural fight or flight that's put within our human body. Why are we going to stay here and fight or run? If he would have ran, they would have shot him. Either way. So in that case, you know, the jury, the, 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 it's been rested. And it's all in the jury's hand. And thoughts and prayers go to his mother, Mr. Aubrey's mother. Because she has to relive this over and over and over and over and over again. And it, it's, it's just sad. It's just sad. So, you know, all we can do at this point, oh, all I'm going to say I can do, as, as me personally, is just say a quick prayer for, for Mrs. Aubrey, so Miss Aubrey, so that they, you know, and for the jury to make the right choice. On that note, gonna be back in a moment with the World According to Bookie and Them podcast. Stay with me. Breakfast in this house. In the morning, I can use all the help I can get. That's why I love Nutella, a delicious hazelnut spread that's perfect on multigrain toast and even whole wheat waffles. It's a quick and easy way to give my family a breakfast they'll want to eat. And Nutella is made with simple quality ingredients like hazelnuts, skim milk, and a hint of cocoa. They love the taste, and I feel good that they're ready to tackle the day. Nutella, breakfast never tasted this good. Welcome back, everybody, to the World According to Buki and Them podcast. And it is two days before Thanksgiving, and I want to tell everybody, I'm not going to be doing my show you know, for the Thanksgiving holidays because I'm going to be enjoying myself. You know, I don't know. I might do a quick little Black Friday show this year, but I don't know. If I don't do a Black Friday show, y'all could always go back to last year's show for Black Friday. You'll enjoy it. It was a lot of fun. Like I said, we had just started out our podcast and we were new and, uh, you know, some of the stuff is really funny. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but sometimes I crack my own self up. I laugh at myself. So, yeah. But anyway, um, I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving holiday. And um, be safe and no drinking and driving. I mean, and then if you're going to drink, not trying to, you know, tell you what to do, but all in moderation. You know when you've had enough. I mean, give your limit yourself. Like, personally, I'm just going to keep it out there. If I'm going to have enjoy a cocktail, I'm going to have one, but no more than two. That's my limit, too. With food, because I'm, I'm a foodie. I'm going to eat with, I'm, you got to have some type of sauce. The uh, cheese tray with some meat on there, some, you know, a few crackers or something like that. Some grapes and stuff. I got to have food with mine. And so, um, and just relax. And definitely, you know, don't drive. You know, have a designated driver and just have a great time with your family and again remember thanksgiving 
comes once a year and you know if you've been in good health and reasonable health and blessed to be able to see another thanksgiving that is a gift from god and just please enjoy yourself and be safe and have a good time also when y'all are out shopping doing your shopping you know just kind of be aware of your surroundings and you know just watch where you going and pay attention to to your surroundings and stuff like that and don't forget also do not forget to because they're gonna be ringing them bells i'm pretty sure the salvation army on this friday um go ahead and you know, just walk past. It ain't gonna hurt for you to put a dollar in there. Quit playing. On that note, back in a moment with the world according to Buki and them. Thank you. Come back. Stay with me. You play, we play, you play. I play, you play, we play, you play. I play, you play, we play, you play. Now you say. I play, you play, we play, you play. I play, you play, we play, you play. I play, you play, we play, you play. Going to 
entire winter months. And the heat is on, and plus a bunch of people breathing without a mask and coughing and sneezing. I'm hearing a lot of coughing too and sneezing in these stores. You know, just wear your mask when you're in an enclosed area. Keep yourself, your family, and your friends and co-workers and everybody safe. Because this it doesn't mean just because we're getting these vaccines and they coming up with a pill to 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 help after three days of you know three days of like you know on the third day you're supposed to experience symptoms if you got COVID at the very beginning of your symptom stage when you start feeling symptoms there's a pill that you can take to help you know like Tamiflu with the flu I've had this conversation before but what variant are we dealing with because I know some parts of the world is shut down right now so it's all what variant are we are we dealing with and like I said, I'm sure everybody's working, the, the Pfizer and Biotech and Moderna and everybody else and Johnson & Johnson, all of, the, all of them are working relentlessly and kudos to them and a big thank you, working relentlessly to come up with a surefire immunization against any type of COVID that is going on now or that will come in the future. If it hasn't taught them anything now, it should teach a man. Always be prepared. What if, you know, this happened, that happened. You can come up with some type of shots and stuff so we never, this country and this world never have to go through this mess again. Because it's crazy. I mean, it's, I mean, just wearing a mask. I'm getting tired of wearing a mask. I know that's why people not wearing them. They tie, we tired of it. We tired, we over this COVID, but we can't, we gotta still be relentless. And we gotta still, it's a good idea to wear your mask. I'm not saying you have to, you have your rights. So you do you, but that's for me. And mine, I'm wearing my mask. And when I go Black Friday shopping, and I shall be, I will for the deals. Like I told y'all yesterday, Coles had them waffle irons and other things for like $5 and you can't beat that, especially traveling with your family. Bring you a box of pancake mix or pancake waffle mix in your cooler, syrup, butter and and uh, you know, y'all know what I, where I'm going at with that. Plug it in and make waffles for breakfast for everyone. And don't forget those paper plates, plastic spoons, forks, knives, and and those of you, those of us, well, I should say, I'll say this. Bring your utens your own utensils. But ain't nobody finna be washing no dishes. But I'm just saying, I don't want the environmentalists to say, just bring regular plates. But you could just bring those, like, the dollar store got those plastic plates that you can use. And just wash out, whatever. But what's never, you know, that's how we do it. I'm not finna get into that. That's a whole nother can of worms to open. You know, the, um, save the environment. Like, what is uh, protocol? Should we eat on? Of course, we should eat on regular plates. But do we? A lot of people don't. They still using paper plates, plastic forks, plastic knives, spoons, and you know uh, the foil pans. 
because I know back in the day you would have these beautiful roasting pans. My parents had one. Beautiful roasting pan and we would set the table with the beautiful china dishes and the glasses and the beautiful and the special Thanksgiving and Christmas silverware that you don't use but on those days and Easter. Thanksgiving, Christmas and Easter. And you set the table and all of that and then afterwards you got to wash all of those dishes pots pans and everything well america kind of slipped and we started using those foil turkey pans and then we started using them doing thanksgiving like buffet style while that we still sit down together we gather around and we pray that everybody go to get in line and fix their own plate in the buffet line that's how we do it. For all y'all people that are rich millionaires, you probably have people serving you. And kudos to you. But in the real world, that's how we do it. And everybody's real world is different. And it doesn't make one better than the other. That's just, we'll just say that's just how we do. And on that note, back in a moment with the world according to Pookie and them podcasts. Don't go nowhere. I'm almost finished because I got to get ready for Thanksgiving too. Back in a moment. Stay with me. Jake from State Farm. I would like to formally extend my gratitude for the Russell rate on my insurance. Do you mean surprisingly great rates from State Farm? I don't believe in accepting help, but I'll make an exception. Here's the deal, Russell. There's no special rate. These prices are for everyone. With the oak and the eagle as witness. Consider a square. I made that from memory. I know your face that well. You want the real deal? Like a good neighbor? Stay Farm is there. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for coming back. With hospitals full, Central California pleading to send COVID-19 patients to L.A. The COVID-19 surge is still affecting Central California. It's so dire that health officials are pleading with state officials to make it easier to transfer hospital patients to areas like Los Angeles County. They don't have enough to serve the the L.A., you know, the population. And it's in Fresno County Interim Health Officer has said hospitals across the entire San Joaquin Valley are often running over capacity so that they're holding dozens and dozens of patients in the emergency department and officials in San Joaquin Valley or San Joaquin Valley. I don't I think it's San Joaquin Valley are expecting a difficult winter. Vaccination rates are still relatively low, and in Fresno County, the region's most populous county, the COVID-19 hospitalization rate is quadruple what is being seen in L.A. and Orange Counties and more than quintuple that of the San Francisco Bay Area. Hospitals are constantly operating above capacity, and emergency rooms are still so packed that ambulances are stuck waiting outside hospitals to drop off patients, said Dale Dots, an operations coordination coordinator for the Central California Emergency Medical Service Agency. Some hospitals are so crowded that ambulance patients suffering from strokes or cardiac type symptoms are diverted to different facilities than typical to ensure that there's enough staff available to take care of them when they arrive. Hospitals and ambulance providers continue to report struggling with staffing, Dotson said. Officials from the San Joaquin County Valley are pleading with California state officials to find a way to make it easier to transfer hospital patients to other less impacted areas. It's really hard to transfer 
across counties in the state of California. When you look at Los Angeles, they have hundreds and hundreds of open beds in L.A. County. If we need to transfer patients out to keep our hospitals operational, we should really be able to do that with one or two phone calls. That's not the situation right now. And so that's the point of frustration that we're hearing from multiple different facilities. We're trying to really decompress as much as possible in anticipation of those winter numbers. It was not immediately clear why Fresno County hospitals are reporting difficulty in transferring patients to other parts of the state. The red tape is quite opaque. Obviously, every hospital has a transfer center and they're used to doing transfers, but then actually requires other hospitals to accept. The L.A. County Department of Health Services said in a statement that it welcomes patients from other counties while ensuring while ensuring healthcare services are readily available for residents in their county. The San Joaquin Valley has the worst COVID-19 hospitalization rate in all of California with nearly 800 COVID-19 patients hospitalized in a region of more than 4 million people. By contrast, all of LA County has 558 COVID-19 patients despite having population of more than 10 million people. For every 100,000 residents, Fresno County has 22 COVID-19 patients in its hospitals, while L.A. and Orange Counties have six, and the San Francisco Bay Area, four. Some experts say it's a sign of concern when the COVID-19 hospitalization rate is five is five or worse. Just 55% of Fresno County's residents are fully vaccinated. Statewide, the rate is about 63% and the 65% LA and Ventura counties and 66 in Orange County, 69% in San Diego County and 78% in San Francisco. A big test of late fall and early winter will be the weeks following Thanksgiving when officials will be looking at all COVID-19 numbers closely to see if a surge emerges from gatherings from the holiday weekend. One plausible scenario could be that San Joaquin Valley is hit relatively hard from a winter surge. The San Francisco Bay Area is hit much less so, and Southern California is somewhere in the middle, said Dr. Peter Chen Hong, an infectious disease expert at UC San Francisco. A surge in infection in Central Valley could place a great deal of strain on local hospitals if many people who are infected are unvaccinated, who are far more likely to get seriously ill than those who have had their shots and are only suffering breakthrough infections. Back in a moment with the world according to Buki and Them podcast. Stay with me. Talk to your boy. Marshawn Lynch, my number one client. Got a big ass. Okay. You know, for the kids. Uh-huh. So you'll do it? Mm-hmm. Okay. The crunch heard round the world. You look great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Want a hand with that? Okay. Lays, kettle cook, get lost in the crunch. The World According to Bookie and Them podcast will be back in a moment. Don't go nowhere. Stay with me. And that's going to do it for the world according to Buki and them podcast. 
Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. The world according to Boothy and them don't own any other rights to the music, the sayings, some of the sayings, or the commercials. Y'all have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. And remember to put those masks on in crowded areas. Have fun, be safe, and peace.